A reading from the book of Revelation. I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, come down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them as their God. They will be his peoples. And God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, and the beginning and the end. The word of the Lord.
When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loves him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out. His hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. The Gospel of the Lord. Unbind him and let him go. 
like brother would not have done. Lord, if you had been there, my grandmother, my friend, my father, my son, my sister would not have died. Lord, if you had been here, the treatment would have worked and the cancer would be in remission. Lord, if you had been there, that man never would have gotten through the doors of the synagogue with his hatred and his weapons, nor through the doors of the grocery store, the school, the concert hall, the mall, the church, the movie theater, the mosque, or his neighbor's neighbor's home. Lord, if you had been there, Because he was there. Because his heart was all wrapped up in ours, Jesus began to weep. Because he was inside our grief with us, Jesus began to weep. Because he was in the synagogue, the school, the church, the mosque, the grocery store, watching what our hatred has inspired in one another and kneeling beside the dead and the dying, Jesus wept. Holding them, even as he held and grieved with their loved ones, Jesus wept. When we think of God as an all-powerful puppeteer, we cannot imagine that Christ could be standing in the midst of our pain, weeping. But God is not a puppeteer. When we think of the divine not as a grand controller, but as the biggest expression of love that could ever exist, we know. That God weeps. Three, there is a stench. I could have skipped this one. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit was nagging. Because the truth is, sometimes life stinks, literally and figuratively. There is a stench when we have fallen into the dark abyss of pain in our lives. There is sometimes a stench around small deaths and around a big death. This stench makes us and those around us believe there is no longer a hope of resurrection. The stench in the story of Lazarus tells us that Lazarus is dead dead. It tells us that no one wants to reach in there and touch him to pull him back from death, nor did they believe that it is possible. No one except his friend, Jesus. have a friend named Jesus too. Thank God. And he will reach into our darkest corners where life stinks and the stench has perhaps chased others away. And he will call us back to life. Lazarus, come out. Christian, come out. Sisters, come out. Brothers, come out. You who have succumbed to death and darkness, Hopelessness and despair, hatred and judgment, disdain toward one another, disdain toward yourself. You are in a cave. We all are or have been there, personally or relationally or as a nation. We know that darkness. But the stone is rolled away now. The way is made clear. It's up to you. Come out. Unbind him and let him go. Unbind her and let her go. Unbind one another and let one another go. If it is up to us to walk into the 
light and present ourselves to be unbound. It is up to others to unbind us. And it is up to us to unbind others. To unbind them from our labels and judgments and grudges. To unbind them by listening to their pain and oppression as it is spoken in their words and heard in our hearts. To unbind them through the simple and profound acts of presence and love. Use the power we have to liberate others in voting booths and conversation and prayers. We aim to unbind one another. I had an Albert Einstein quote taped to my wall when I was in my 20s and living very far from home. I struggled with the state of the world then, as I do now. And with loneliness and grief after the loss of a beloved grandmother and a close friend. And these words brought me strength and perspective. The quote read like this. Perhaps you know it. Strange is our situation here on earth. Each of us comes for a short visit, not knowing why, yet sometimes seeming to divine purpose. From the standpoint of daily life, however, there is one thing we do know, that we are here for the sake of others, above all else. We are here to unbind one another and help God to set one another free. Here in this life, we face darkness by knowing that God is here. Jesus does weep with us. There will sometimes be a stench, and yet Christ will call us out of that darkness and we can unbind others and be set free. So that when the big death comes, we are prepared for the glorious nature of the resurrection in which God is with us and with those who leave behind. Jesus does weep and he celebrates. The stench will be gone. We will be called out into the light, and when we are unbound in paradise, we will be forever unbound from every limitation involved in being human. Those who have crossed already into unbounded glory are still on our hearts. We are joined to them forever through the waters of creation, the waters of baptism and the waters of our tears. And so on this All Saints Sunday, we will renew our baptismal covenant, claiming our place among the community of saints. And we will name those who have died in this past year, loving them further into God's glory. May our voices rise like incense, calling out in unbounded love.
God in Christ. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Will you cherish the wondrous works of God and protect the beauty and integrity of all creation? Everybody get wet?
Because of course I realize this is a what? An evangelism opportunity. People, <laughs> you're laughing, but it's true. Um, so I will be there. I'm going to make a little handout about Trinity Church, inviting people to our services and our programs. And if anyone feels moved to join me to welcome the folks who are waiting outside our doors, um, let's go. I think it'll be fun. Tonight, Coral Week is off at 5 o'clock. As I said in the window, this is long for our souls. So please come. It's just an amazing thing. Robert will be playing the crazy recital, um, and then we will sing and pray the ancient words that really are said all the time, but it really is the rule of our Anglican tradition. So don't miss that opportunity. I just had one more thing to say, and Becky has an announcement. The kids came and brought these, uh, these candles out um, as we were doing the Asperger, and those represent the light for each of the people whose names we are going to read at the altar beforehand. Also, there will be an opportunity for you to name anybody that we didn't name, the names of people who died in the last year from our parish family, or for whom our prayers have been requested over the past year. So if you said to us, my friend Michelle died, please pray for her on Sunday. Her name is on that list. We obviously are not inside everybody's head, so there will be an opportunity to name people out loud as well. And also I draw your attention to the fact that we're using Prayer D, Eucharistic Prayer D today. It's a very beautiful prayer that really only works on very, very special occasions like All Saints Day or maybe Christmas Eve. Um, so I encourage you to pay attention and you really listen because the words are a bit different from what we're used to hearing. Good morning. Today is Fair Moot Day. The good news is that everything that's appointed is already here. And everything that is not upstairs is below under the chapel, so you can get rained on this year. Um, you could have last night, but not this morning. Um, and we need help from as many people as possible to move the items up to the parish hall. In the, I mean, the underground, not the parish hall. And um, we have little signs posted around for the, the stacks to be roughly where they go, um, and uh, we have dollars to move the heavier items. Uh, we have artists uh, put out some lightweight boxes that are suitable for children um, to carry as well. Um, it's one floor down from where the undercroft is, is underneath the chapel, and um, we will, one of us will be there, Cheryl Hart will be there, and I will be up from upstairs to help guide you as you carry things up. With uh, a good number of people helping, it shouldn't take very long. Um, and I appreciate very much your help. Stop by for coffee hour and get something to eat and your coffee or if you um, want to get started, just going down to the basement. It's a right-hand turn as you go down the steps uh, to the uh, side school there. Thank you. It's a great opportunity to explore the dungeon parts of the church. Um, and you can we will start by moving and then we'll end up being through for that after we move for a little while. Um, One other thing, uh, your delegates and also we have a, a member on the um, dial. 
voters do not tell you who to vote for. We do not say which party you should be involved in. We don't do any of that. What we do occasionally do as a church is we see an issue that's happening that perhaps fits in incredibly tightly with our baptismal covenant, which we just renewed. Uh, and in this case, there is a question on the ballot that is directly tied to the dignity and safety of our brothers and sisters. And so I just want to tell you that as of yesterday, and by almost unanimous vote by the governing body of the Episcopal Church, the Episcopal Church supports a yes vote on question three for the safety and dignity of our trans brothers and sisters.
Dorothy Arnold, Beverly Barney, Donald Farron, Shirley Bradford, Edmund Bridges, Elizabeth Briggs, Jane Brooks, Barbara Riquette, Ed Cairns, Holly Eaton, Alan Frick, Betty Glass, Dean Hall, John Hall, Kenneth Harris, Barbara Heiss, Nick Hopkins, Henry Houghton Jr., Hugo Hayashi, Kathy Johnson, Victor Kinnisera, Agnes Kent, Judy Pies, H. Sam Jr., Sarah Lanford, Judy LeVan, Margo Lindsay, Van Lee, David McDonald, Ellie Malcolm, Gil Marley, Janet McCulley, Joni Mendelson, Anitra Astadal, John A. Perkins, Bob Perry, Eugene Peterson, Kenneth Purser, John Rayleigh, Winnie Lou Rounds, Betsy Sweet, Patricia Cudbury, Steve Washburn, John Webb, Sandy Wheeler, John Wynn, Mary Emily Wardley, Doug Gates, Jane Young. Are there others? Pray to you for those we love but see no longer. Grant them your peace. Let light perpetual shine upon them, and may their souls, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen.
formed us in your own image, giving the whole world into our care, so that in obedience to you, our Creator, we might rule and serve all your creatures. When our disobedience took us far from you, you did not abandon us to the power of death. In your mercy, you came to our help, so that in seeking you, we might find you. Again and again, you called us into covenant with you, and through the prophets who taught us to hope for salvation. Father, you love the world so much that in the fullness of time you sent your only Son to be our Savior, incarnate by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, he lived as one of us, yet without sin. To the poor he proclaimed the good news of salvation, to prisoners freedom, to the sorrowful joy. To fulfill your purpose, he gave himself up to death, and rising from the grave, destroyed death, and made the whole creation new. And that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose for us, he sent the Holy Spirit, his only first gift for those who believe, to complete his work in the world and to bring to fulfillment the sanctification of all. When the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, his heavenly Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. At supper with them, he took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood, the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink, do this for the remembrance of me. Father, we now celebrate the memorial of our redemption, recalling Christ's death and his descent among the dead, proclaiming his resurrection and ascension to your right hand awaiting his coming to glory, and offering to you from the gifts you have given us, this bread and this cup. We praise you and we bless you. We praise you, we bless you, we bless you, and we praise you for our God. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people, the bread of life, cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to praise of your name. Remember, Lord, your one holy Catholic and apostolic church, redeemed by the blood of your Christ. Reveal its unity, guard its faith, and preserve it in peace. Remember all who minister in Remember all your people and those who seek for truth. Remember all who have died in the peace of Christ and those whose faith is known to you alone. Bring them into the place of eternal joy and light. And grant that we may find our inheritance with all the saints who have found favor with you in ages past. We praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Christ and with Christ, God and in Christ, 